0: Alright, I, I think I really need to come up with some sort of intro, um, but here we are for the second time, finally. Uh, I was really nervous after that first episode, because I wasn't really sure where I was going to go next, or where I should go next, or if I should do a, a similar podcast, or try a different format, if I liked the other one, and overall, I, just, I, I wanted to keep the same format and just come back at it with a little bit more confidence. So for those that are listening for the very first time Welcome to my brand new project called The Sound of the Bell Podcast A Pro Wrestling Journey Uh, This podcast is where we sit down every week And I choose a match Whether it be WWE, AEW, PWG, ROH, whatever And uh, I watch it And go over how it added to my love Of professional wrestling And after last week Or not last week Because it's been a few weeks But after last episode Where I did my very first Pro wrestling match that I ever watched Being Jeff Hardy and Carlito On the Raw 15th anniversary Their ladder match um, I got really nostalgic This week And thought back to the very first live show that I attended, which was a SmackDown. It was the go-home show for One Night Stand 2008. And it was in, uh, what is it? The World Arena in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And my sister's boyfriend at the time had acquired tickets via the radio and took two of his coworkers and me. And I was, I think we, we said 10 maybe. And I had been watching pro wrestling for like six months probably. And it was, I didn't even know at the time, but such a spark for my love of pro wrestling. And so this week, uh, I re-watched that entire SmackDown. And I was originally going to just do like a, a review of that SmackDown. And go over my experiences. But I figured I could just I could just go over that really fast. Because um, I, I don't remember a ton from it. The the things that really stuck out in my memory were Matt Hardy's entrance, obviously. Because I, I love the Hardy Boys. I had already purchased my Hardy Boys t-shirt before the matches had started. And I was sitting, just chilling in the crowd. Every time the camera came around, I was throwing up the little Hardy guns or the V1 sign. Uh, it was really a wild experience. That's, that's the key thing that I think stuck out because I was so enthralled with the Hardy Boys at the time. I also really vividly remember Undertaker being put in the casket at the end of the show and then the lights going out and him appearing at the top of the ladder with Edge. Uh, of course, this being the show before their match at One Night Stand. Which is the match that I am going to sit down and watch this week because I wanted to continue to do the whole watch along thing because I I enjoyed that and I wanted to bring a little bit more to it. And I figured this would be a really fun match to do week two on. So, without further ado, let's get into the Sound of the Bell podcast. So One Night Stand 2008 was a really good card from what I remember I I believe this was like the second wrestling DVD I ever owned uh, The first being Royal Rumble 2007 I got it at a pawn shop uh, But this one I got really early on I found it at a pawn shop like a few months after it had become available And I, I remember snatching it up right away uh, one match that I went out of my way to find on YouTube as soon as possible was the Jeff Hardy versus Umaga, I think it was a Falls Count Anywhere match, and it's the one where Jeff does the swanton off the top of the semi-trailer onto Umaga on, like, the asphalt on the outside. He does that really cool sliding, like, clothesline down the uh, the railing of the stairs at one point really fun entertaining match uh, one that you should definitely go out and watch uh jeff had just come off of his suspension a few weeks prior this is post wrestlemania 24 when he was supposed to win the money in the bank and all that but cm punk ended up winning it because he was suspended blah 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 um cm punk speaking of was in the five-man singapore cane match uh, i don't have the list in front of me but i think it was john morrison chavo cm punk Big show and I do not remember the fifth man. Uh JBL versus John Cena, I think that was like a first blood match or something like that. And Cena won, I believe. Uh Phoenix versus Melina. I'm guessing Beth Phoenix won that. Uh Shawn Michaels versus Batista in the stretcher match. Of course, this during the Chris Jericho Shawn Michaels feud kind of. This is either one pay-per-view or two pay-per-views removed from the whole Batista, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels fake in the ankle injury, hitting the Switch and music, all that kind of thing that led to the whole Jericho feud. Uh, Orton versus Triple H in, the, I think, a last man standing match. And I think Orton won. If I remember correctly, this is like the reign of Orton. Maybe this is the this might be the match where Orton breaks his collarbone, actually. Maybe. I don't remember positively. I think this might be the match where Wharton broke his collarbone. So maybe Triple H wins. But in the main event of the evening, Edge would face the Undertaker for the vacant World Heavyweight Championship. Of course, made vacant by general manager at the time, Vicky Guerrero. Also, Edge's, I think, just girlfriend at the time. This is before they were engaged and married and all that. All that craziness. Uh, Post-WrestleMania 24, so Undertaker and Edge would have had the match. One of my favorite matches, one we'll probably go back and watch. um, Their main event at Mania 24, where Undertaker obviously won because of the undefeated streak. But now, on the WWE Network, if you want to watch along, hop on there. Or, I mean, if you can find it on YouTube or whatever, you can try to sync up. But the WWE Network, at 2 hours thir- or two hours 12 minutes and 36 seconds. If you just click on the Edge vs. Undertaker icon, that's what I did. It's a lot easier. And we will get ready to watch that. Uh, a few more quick things. I remember La Familia is a big thing. The Edgeheads, Hawkins and Ryder are at their peak. Uh, Vicky Guerrero's in a wheelchair, I believe. And uh, like Bam Neely, I believe is is there and Chavo. And yeah, and the uh, the the go home show, the one I was at. Uh, I remember the the whole the ladder in the middle of the ring. I think it was a cutting edge segment with his talk show. Uh, They brought out a casket, they put The Undertaker in a casket, lights went out, he peered on top of the ladder, I already went over this I think, but really awesome stuff, and this match was set up to be, if The Undertaker loses, he is gone from the WWE entirely, and that was a really crazy stipulation at the time, and I don't think anybody gave Edge a chance headed into the match. Alright, so this time I'm going to put headphones in and listen in while it's going on, uh, while I record. So we'll start 2 minutes, 12 seconds, are th- 2 hours, 12 minutes, 36 seconds. And I'm going to press play in 3, 2, 1, play. Ding, ding, ding. Justin Roberts, now of course of AEW fame, calling the, uh the entrances tables ladders chairs set up everywhere I think they're touting this as the first ever world heavyweight championship TLC match and edge comes out first just dripping always had some of the coolest camo this might be some of the coolest camo attire some of the coolest attire in general this might be my favorite edge attire ever one of them at least looks terrified Smack of the face. One of my favorite entrances of all time. Throwing up the the rock hands. With the big fireworks. Michael Cole finally tuning in. Edge only a four time champion at this point in time. Of course. The best TLC performer of all time. With... All the TLCs against the Hardys. TLC 1, 2, 3, and the random fourth one on Raw. I think... No, I don't think he was part of that one, actually. I think he was on SmackDown 6 by then. Still, I think he's like... 3 and 1 at this point in TLC matches. Man. And Edge's robe. I don't think that gets enough appreciation. Great wrestling entrance robe not Ric Flair levels cuz different style but that was always so sick. I remember having uh edge action figures that came with the robe and they just they were always so freaking cool. Such a cool look when he was the rated R superstar at this point in time. And of course, Alter Bridge, the uh The the performers of his entrance music One of my favorite bands of all time Because of Edge When I got my first iPod That's like the first song I looked up And then fell in love immediately With the band And I've listened to them to this day Really wild that this was a, a career match For Undertaker In a way I'm not gonna spoil the ending, so I won't talk about what happens after. I mean, it's fairly obvious what happens, but, and I mean, we're we're gonna th- I'm uploading this after. Let's talk about it while the Undertaker is entering, since it's gonna be such a long entrance. As the lights finally go out, in the or the lights are about to go out. There they go. The gong hits. The lights go out. The Undertaker officially retired at Survivor Series over this past weekend. Um, my opinions are varied. Um, it didn't feel right to me watching the Undertaker retire without a crowd. Uh, even if it was at Survivor Series, the whole segment felt really weird. All like the legends coming out and or you know some legends, and then them leaving, and then Vince coming out and cutting his little promo and then leaving. And then finally The Undertaker coming out and and just calling it a career like that. It was... Even his demeanor seemed off. It just didn't even seem real to me, at least. And The Undertaker definitely, in my opinion, deserves better. Because if you're watching along, you can just see this man. And what he's meant to, like pro wrestling, unparalleled. The WrestleMania streak in itself is something that's gonna be forever untouchable. Uh the character work that he's done throughout his career. Even the American badass, I know it has its haters, but was a definite, like, big part of wrestling history. No nobody's ever gonna touch the dead man. I don't care about the fiend. So terrifying so cool. I remember looking at this as a, as a kid and the Undertaker just always blew my mind. I loved doing the whole the whole eye roll And the back of the head and the, the throat slash and all that kind of stuff. That was so much fun playing playing as the Undertaker on like WWE video games and stuff. I wonder if anybody's ever done a a uh account of of how long Total time Undertaker has spent entering a ring. Like how many how many hours combined is his have his entrances been? Because I'm sure it's it's got to be ridiculous. I remember um, listening to some podcast when he, he brought up that uh, he takes his time because he figures even if it's gonna be a shit match. People at least paid to see the aura of The Undertaker and deserve, like, the coolest, most mysterious looking, awesome entrance that he can deliver. I guess is his his thinking behind it. But man, what a rivalry him and Edge had, just overall. Uh, Another match we'll probably go and watch is the SummerSlam Hell in a Cell match, uh, which is a, a result of this. Spoiler alert. I guess I I ruined that. But the the WrestleMania match that they have at WrestleMania 24 is one of my favorite matches of all time. And like a a classic wrestling standpoint, like it's up there with Sean Brett in my opinions of just a great match overall, especially on at, at like a WrestleMania level. Man. I want I would also wonder how many ladder matches the Undertaker has been in. And they—they've all been bangers. I mean, he has the one with Jeff on that Raw, obviously. There's this one. Those are the honestly the only two I can think of up the top of my head. Even TLC matches. Also in wrestling news, as Justin Roberts introduces Edge, Tony Chimmel released from the WWE. That's really sad to see. Um, Obviously, famous for the rated R superstar whole thing. And, I mean, he's going to be a missed voice in wrestling. That's kind of unfortunate that they had to let him go because of COVID or whatever. Or that they're not doing live events anymore, blah, blah, blah. And the bell finally rings and off we go. Big boot by The Undertaker immediately floors Edge. And Undertaker immediately starts throwing fists, obviously known as the greatest striker in the game. As Michael Cole would always say. And just going hard on him in the corner. Some of my favorite TLC matches obviously include Edge, but obviously you have to include Jeff Hardy, uh, Christian, the Dudleys. Obviously, all the obvious answers. Edge and Jeff have that great one. Um, isn't it like Unforgiven or something like that? In like 2010 before Jeff leaves for TNA for the second time. Real slow start. Undertaker just working over Edge. So this is his first TLC match is what Michael Cole just said. And I guess his only other ladder match would be against Jeff. And I don't think he has one ever since, ever after this one. I think Mick Foley on commentary, wow. I forget that he was on SmackDown commentary in 2009, 2008. Undertaker, old school. Move I'm I'm indifferent on. I think it's a cool move, but I always just think, just just pull him off the freaking rope, dog. Like, Undertaker exiting the ring for the first time. What's he going for? What's the first weapon going to be? A ladder. Wants to take care of business early. Edge, low, sliding, drop, kick. Undertaker goes into a bunch of ladders. Edge slides out, looking for chairs, nope, wants the table, ooh, gets another table. Tables are so freaking terrifying in wrestling, I feel, especially when they're stacked on top of each other, like Edge just did, um, some crazy table spots, obviously, any any Jeff Hardy match. With the table God Undertaker just smashing him in the face With a ladder Guy with a CZW shirt in the front row He's real He's ready for Extreme Rules Man But I was getting my favorite table spot I think of all time Maybe Would be uh, Jeff and Matt Hardy At Wrestlemania 25 With the whole sandwich Table spot where Matt's in between two tables and he does the body splash. Undertaker grimacing at those tables and just shoves a ladder at the poor camera guy. What has he done to you? Another table. Three tables now as Undertaker grabs another. And stacking it right next to the others. Oh, man. Ladders, when they get set up in this position, are always a bad sign. I think Matt Hardy in TLC2 takes that crazy spot where he flies off the ladder in the middle of the ring, basically, and flies through a stack of tables like this. Edge finally back to his feet. After taking the ladder shot to the head. Ooh, he's baiting him in. Drop toehold into the steps. Charles Robinson, great referee. Mini Nate, little Ric Flair, as he's known. Mick Foley on commentary was always interesting though. Getting back to that, cause he definitely had like a lot of insight, and he's he's always so humble and nice. Like anything I've ever heard about Mick Foley has been positive, in the like. Best way possible And He brought a lot to commentary I think But he's he's a little too soft spoken I don't know Michael Cole kind of bullies him around a little bit Especially in this time Undertaker getting in there quick Itty bitty ladder Ooh High shots him on the ropes I think the ladder's already bent too It's an itty bitty ladder Taker's almost as tall as this ladder Undertaker's what, 6'7", 6'8"? I think Edge is like 6'5", or something like that. Sneaky tall guy. Okay. Setting up the ladder like a diving board. (laughs) Irish whip. Oh, he's going to hit the snake eyes on the ladder. That's cool. Oh, edge counters. Shoves the Undertaker into the ladder face first. Snake eyes on that ladder would have been cool as shit though. Edge grabbing another ladder. Similar size a little little guy little guy Setting up the ladder the exact same way. He's taking snake eyes off of that one. Haha. <laughs> Good pun by Michael Cole. Cunning edge. Cutting edge. Oh, no. Edge takes the same bump as Undertaker with the ladder straight to the face. Undertaker grabbing another ladder. If he sets it up in another corner, I'm going to die. I really hope that's what he does. Just the four ladders of death In the corners Does anybody ever There's got to be a spot of that After this match especially Of all four corners having a ladder like this Edge scrambles As Undertaker gets there I I honestly don't think that ladder is tall enough for them to reach They would have to be at the tippy top Oh sheesh Undertaker Oh no (laughs) That was awesome. Undertaker pushes Edge off the ladder. He takes the ladder to the face. That one is set up in the corner. Bounces off. Hits the ladder that Undertaker's on. And pushes Undertaker into the ladder the exact same way on the other side. Now there's just bodies and ladders everywhere. Big Charles pulling one of the ladders out of the ring. I think that one is damaged by now. It was already leaning. Both refs pulling ladders. Oh, here we go. Snake eyes, ladder in the corner. Horizontally this time. I think Sasha Banks has done the, uh, the double knee stomp kind of thing in the corner. Oh, uh, Edge is in between the corner of the ladder and shakes a big boot. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang. Uh, rolls out. Just tosses the ladder. Crowd now chanting, we want tables. I think they're in Philadelphia, if I remember correctly. I don't remember anybody saying it, but I, I think that's where it is. It makes sense with the CZW shirt, I guess. Now, Undertaker with a steel chair for the first time to the gut and in the back. <sighs> I've never been hit with a steel chair, but I've hit somebody with a steel chair. Bailey. If you're hearing this, I will do it again. But I imagine it hurts like a bitch. Especially the way it sounds. Now Undertaker, big boot with a draped edge on the apron. God, a steel chair just... Now Undertaker going for the big leg drop edge grabs the chair. Wow, that had to hurt both of them though. Man... Undertaker just with the leg drop to the chair basically, but it's it still got Edge a little. Now Edge working the leg. Steel chair to the leg. Now Edge going for the big boy. Big ladder in play. Let's go. Oh. Edge setting up the big ladder between the barricade and the ring. Going under. Undertaker's ready for him. Big right hand. Oh, he's going to power bomb him. Last ride time. Nope, Edge low blow. The ultimate opportunist. Big low blow. Better than getting the last ride through the ladder. A ladder ride, if you will. Undertaker wheezing. (laughs) Edge with another chair. Taking a break. Here we go. Big chair time. Undertaker looking loopy. Big chair off the dome. Gosh. Now Edge stumbling around. Finds another little ladder. Keeps it standing. Just scooches it. scooches it over. And Edge now finally looking to give the crowd what they're asking for. You got to give the people what they want, as Excalibur would say. Getting the the table, getting the wood. Had a perfectly good table. Oh, now he's getting the the already set up table. Oh, no, he wants the chair. Another chair shot to the head. God. God. Absolutely clocked him with that one, too. This apparently before the headshot ban. Now Undertaker stumbling towards the table. Edge throws him on there. Edge hopping up on the announce desk. Next to the table, Undertaker lying prone. Big snooker splash. Wow, Undertaker's done for. Big splash through the table by Edge. Edge crawling. Lateral already, already in the ring. Edge moving towards it. Undertaker Stirring. Joe and Kyle in the crowd both have some signs pointing at them. Always good to know. Joe and Kyle are there. Edge climbing up. Again, I, this ladder looks so tiny. Undertaker getting in the ring. Oh, pushes Edge off. Spear! edge even looks shocked that spear wow now grabbing the ladder because again don't think it's tall enough turns it here we go grabs the leg puts the leg in between the ladder and starts going to town can't climb a ladder if your knees hurt right yeah get that tiny ass ladder out of there grabs a steel chair, steel chair to the ladder, and again, takers leg trapped in between the ladder, and just raining down shots, yeah, here we go, edge getting a real ladder finally, So big he can't even carry it. If he just sets this one up again, I'm going to be furious. Okay, no, he's putting it in the ring. Let's go. Okay, not to break the fourth wall or anything, but the amount of work the refs are doing during this match, I have never noticed before. They are everywhere. I have never realized how much work they put in for these kinds of matches. Another headshot. Take her down to his knees and another one. The way things are today, it's almost kind of hard to watch the headshots with the chairs. That one, especially unprotected, wouldn't fly today is all I'm saying. It wouldn't fly. Look at the heat AEW got for the one that they did on Cody. Edge getting another chair. Imagine a concerto on WWE television today. Did they do one during WrestleMania with Edge and Orton? They might have, but it was probably Camera worked. Going for one right now is Edge, is why I was thinking of it. Big concerto. Oh low <laughs> blow from the Undertaker. <laughs> Just a straight shot to the dick. <laughs> That came out of nowhere That really got me (laughs) Just straight right into the sack Now Has him by the throat He's gonna Choke slams edge through On a ladder (laughs) That had to hurt The ladder doesn't give Edge just gets choke slammed onto that ladder that got set up between the ring and the barricade earlier. I can't get over that nut shot. That was hilarious. Undertaker with a slow climb. On one leg. Oh, here come the boys. The edge heads. And they are mauling him. Yeah, Edge is done for. He needed these boys. Now they're getting the table. Teamwork makes the dream work. Let's go. Dude Busters! Get the tables! they the major bros? The Dude Busters was Trent and uh, Tyler Rex, right? Major bros. That's what I meant to say. Freudian slip. Getting two tables. They're showing that choke slip again. (laughs) Ah, man. Oh, Undertaker now on a table. And they're gonna put another table on top of him. And now Hawkins, I believe, going to the top. Ryder just punched and Taker. Oh. Taker getting out of there. Oh, no. Oh, you're done for. Chokeslam through the <laughs> table at ringside from the top rope. He's done for. Oh, Ryder, it's your turn, bud. Choke slam through a table. God. Hawkins oh. stick the shit out of that too. Edge is up. Oh, Edge is in the ring. Spear. Taker goes flying. This is it, kid. Make your dreams come true. Nope, I'm just gonna fuck with another table. God, Hawkins got destroyed. I couldn't imagine getting thrown that far, or and just going through a table, and just hitting that the ground alone. It's kind of wasted time setting up that second table. I feel. I feel like they should have just left it, or gotten it out of there. Undertaker stirring now, though. Edge going for the title. Big ladder. Undertaker comes in. Edge is getting there. The ref in the ring now. Oh, he's. All- <laughs> Smart. I mean, be safe in in this situation. Oh, no. Last ride through two tables goes edge. That was brutal. Taker's knees too hurt, though he can't get up. God, the sound of the tables crunching always gets me, just that thud and crack at the same time, now Undertaker climbing on one leg, like really only on one leg, he is dragging himself up the ladder, now here comes Bam Neely and Chavo Guerrero, And they're all over him. Chavo resetting up the ladder. Chavo getting some chairs. Get out of here, ref. You tell him, Chavo. Ooh, both have a chair. Uh Uh-oh. Gonna go for a concerto. Take her ducks. Oh, Uh, Chavo's done. Big headshot with a chair. Another one to Chavo. Now Undertaker's going to make the climb. Here he goes. Dragging himself up again. Here he goes. He's there. Oh, shit. Edge. Edge. Oh, my God. Oh, what a move. Undertaker goes through four tables. Well, three, but four were set up. God. off the tallest ladder they could freaking find. And he was up there. How do you even... How do you even prepare to do that? Now Edge moves the ladder. He's gonna scurl. Taker's not moving. He's done for. Excuse me. Edge keeps looking over. Not a chance. Oh my god. For the world title. And for Undertaker to leave the WWE. World title number four. At this point for Edge. And no. The rated R superstar. What a good match that was. I forget how good that match is. I've watched it a few times. It's been a while, though. Obviously, Undertaker goes away for a few months. Let's see the timeline of 2008 a little bit now that that match is over. Post-match, Vicky Guerrero comes out and celebrates. They say goodbye to the Undertaker, all that. Uh, I think the next week on SmackDown, they have, like, a burial, if I remember right. Let's go... Pay-per-views, 2008. So Undertaker leaves. One, two, three. Only for two months, I guess. So comes back pretty fast, and they have that match inside Hell in a Cell. And maybe we'll watch that match next, maybe not. Um, I kind of want to go in somewhat chronological order. Um, this match uh, really sticks out in my mind is one of my favorites to watch. Um, Undertaker and Edge in general, probably one of my absolute favorite feuds of all time. Uh, the stuff they did from two thousand seven to two thousand and like eleven, twelve, even they they just always had such good chemistry together. Uh, Money in the Bank cash-ins, the, the title trade-offs, the main events at WrestleMania, the Hell in a Cell matches, and then this TLC match even. Um, their feud was a big part of my memory. Edge was one of those wrestlers that um, I loved to hate early on because he was always so despicable and disgusting. And then once I, I kind of got to know wrestling Um, because I will say I had the uh, breaking the fourth wall kind of here again had the business exposed really early Um, within my first year of watching wrestling I had it exposed uh, reading the Hardy's book actually Um, and but reading that book I I became a big fan of Edge and everything he's he's done and accomplished and he's one of my absolute favorite wrestlers of all time Uh, watching him return at the Royal Rumble this year I I cried legitimate tears watching him return at the Royal Rumble. Uh it was it was amazing to see him able to come back. Uh I bawled my eyes out when he retired. Um that's about when I stopped watching wrestling for a little bit. Was when he retired. Uh him and him and Jeff were my two guys when my early stages of wrestling. And uh we might watch a few more of their matches before I move on to like my next Step of my journey Um But this was This was step two Of my My quote unquote Pro wrestling journey Um Was I guess the Edge and Undertaker rivalry In general Uh Really entertaining stuff And we I'm, Again we might go watch Watch more of this Um But I don't know where we're gonna take it For episode three So you're gonna have to come back Uh You can Find me On twitter At the Dwight De Niro. Uh, you can follow, of course, the conglomerate uh, Big Balls are at Big Balls are on Twitter. Find us on SoundCloud at Big Balls R and on Apple iTunes Podcasts at Big Balls R. And um, I can't wait to do another episode. This one was a lot more fun than last week. I felt a little bit more into it, I guess. So hopefully everybody will continue to listen and uh, continue on this journey with me.